Uncaged. Uncaged. A show celebrating thought leadership from today's top business leaders. The program provides a voice to amazing executives from around the globe who are shaping the world of business today and mapping the path to the world of commerce tomorrow. And now, please welcome our host, Bant Breen, as we begin another Uncaged episode. Today we have Scott Henderson on the show. Scott, thanks for joining us. Hey, thanks, man. Pleasure to be here. Scott is the head dot connector and the co-founder of Doing Good Works, which is a a company we've had on the show before. Uh, um, And I'm excited to talk to Scott really about the business model behind Doing Good Works and how it really is marrying uh, societal change, benefits for improving our world whilst also building a successful business. But before we dig more into that, Scott, uh, tell me a little bit about yourself and your background. Yeah, man. Um, I, I really started a very traditional uh, career uh, after uh, college graduation and, and got into the corporate world um, and spent uh, probably 20 or so years um, in that arena. Um, had the opportunity to work in different locations around the United States and, um, and, and then ended up back here in Southern California and ran a, a couple of different privately held companies and, and then bought and sold um, a few of my own. Um, and all of those were really fantastic um, and great experiences. Um, and ultimately, as I look back on what we're doing today at Doing Good Works, um, was just a, a fantastic training ground. Um, to, to be exactly where we are today. Um, so uh, it, it, was, it was really, really instrumental in all of the things that we've found to be successful um, in marrying what is our business model today, as you, as you mentioned. I mean, we're, we're in the benefit corporation space, uh, which is kind yeah. of unique and new. So, um, so it sounds know. like you have this, this background, you kind of evolved into the space. And tell me more about um, how, you, how you guys have, have cracked this... Uh, um, how I've, I guess it's been described to me the 10, 20, 30 model, um, but, and, and maybe the broader model as it goes forward. Yeah, yeah sure. Um, well, it, again, getting, getting to where we are today to have this conversation has not been without a lot of trial and error. Um, <laughs> uh, we, we have uh, probably perfected the art of the pivot, um, as I'm sure you heard from, from Jordan, my co-founder, but uh, but along the way in that, in that journey, um, all have been um, really truly building blocks um, to what we have here. And, and you know, as I mentioned, we, we established ourselves uh, in, in California as a benefit corporation, um, which just allows us um, to, to focus on one of two things, either a social initiative and or a, an environmental initiative. Um, and so as we think about uh, shareholders and stakeholders and, and directors and operators, um, it really allows us some flexibility in how we think about repurposing our profits. Um, and it's some pretty broad guidelines, uh, which can be good or bad, but uh, ultimately it's what led us to, to uh, incorporating a 10, 20, 30 model. Uh, and very, very quickly, 10, the 10% is really uh, our corporate mandate to make sure that we are always investing 10% of our corporate profits uh, pre-tax um, back into mission-related activities. Um, and so as, as uh, your listeners may know, 
Um, our entire purpose of, of doing good works was to help change outcomes for uh, kids and youth that were involved in the foster care system. Um, right. in, anybody in the foster care system, and, and again, I'll, we can talk about this later, but the, the results have typically been pretty, uh, pretty horrific um, yeah. for, for a long period of time. So that was, you know, the, the impetus to starting the business was, you know, can we start a for-profit entity that has in its, in its goals and in its DNA uh, social change? Um, so, so that's kind of, again, the background. So, so that's the 10%. Um, and it, it, again, it's kind of nice because it allows us a tremendous amount of flexibility um, to identify what are sometimes best practices, other, other groups, other nonprofits, other organizations that are doing some unique things to change outcomes. Uh, and it allows us to come alongside uh, from a financial standpoint and uh, both support them and learn uh, from them, which, is, which has been great. So um, that's our 10%. The, the 20% uh, side is <clears throat> really about uh, creating space for our employees uh, both for volunteering, uh, but also for mentoring. And a big part of what we've learned over the last really two years is the value of mentoring and the relationship aspect of working with with kids from the system. Right? Allows and and in order to run a business um, and talk to customers and and satisfy customers to the nth degree, which is which is the business imperative, um, we had to do things like create space. And so. Um, it, sometimes I explain it as we're over capacity, um, which from a business perspective, sometimes is a little tough because we always know we're uh, always cutting costs and thinking about bottom line first. Um, we've got capacity built in. And, and uh, so when, when a life event happens or a, a court hearing happens for one of the kids, uh, we, we stop what we're doing and and, and make them the number one priority. And, and that's been, so are you saying, so the tw it's 20% of the time is given toward of your time uh, is given towards mentoring. Is that what we're saying? I, I'm just trying to be yeah. clear. Yeah. Okay. And that's, and that's really across the company, right? We, we uh, uh, of our, of our 15 or so employees uh, in our headcount today, you know, that that's something that we hold so whether, again, whether it's volunteering or spending time mentoring, uh, we want to create that space for our employees. Uh, and then the 30% uh, is our commitment to uh, the foster community. Um, and we will always hire, we will have a, 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 a staff equivalent of 30% of, from, from foster care. Um, we, we have found that being shoulder to shoulder and eyeball to eyeball, you know, in the, in the work trenches, uh, allows us to to really understand what the needs are, what's been missing, and and truthfully keeps us very grounded um, in in the mission, which has been fantastic. So so to, so so let me just kind of recap that because I yeah. really love this model, and I think <laughs> uh, I just want to I really want to help because I, I, I think that you guys are gurus and mentors now on others that might want to embrace the 10, 20, 30 model. So 10% is essentially giving back to the community. To, is yeah. that right? It's 20% yep. yeah, is really kind of uh, giving up, it, it, dedicating 20% of time to mentoring and really related to the cause that you have, but it could be for anything, I suppose. And yes. then 30% is, is a hiring goal, right? So 30% is related to the number of employees in your company that are focused around the area in your particular case, foster care. Yep. 
Um, so, so individuals coming out of foster care, that's, that's really a great model. And I, I, I can see so much value here as we tackle so many different societal challenges today of how to apply this, but tell me more about how, how you kind of, um, evolved or, or, or kind of had that eureka moment that led to the, 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 the implementation of a 10, 20, 30 model. Yeah. Um, well, you know, initially, the, the thought that we had was we would start this for-profit entity and um, like most social enterprises, uh, we would hire exclusively from the population, right? Our goal was to, to create as many, uh, as many jobs as we, as we possibly could. Um, and in that model, um, you know, honestly, we, we, we failed. It just didn't work. We weren't being successful in the marketplace. We weren't being successful in our mission efforts. Um, because we, real, we, we discovered very, very quickly that we were being pulled in too many directions. Um, it just it didn't allow us to do either of the goals very well. Um, so as, as Jordan and I sat back and kind of, again, learned from those experiences, um, started to structure, you know, what would it look like? What are the key elements of, uh, of success, right? Not only from the business perspective, but most importantly, from what works in the mission, right? And, and the one thing that, that is pretty common knowledge is that the, the uh, involvement of a caring adult in a young person's life, give it the foster system or really truly any, any, you know, any population um, is it, is the, is the number one indicator of a successful outcome. Mm -hmm. So, so knowing that, right. How do you structure a business where mentoring and relationship um, to a population is, is the overarching goal, right? And so that kind of helped us build into um, what, what's important. It goes that that was where we started really at the 20%. Um, and, and a lot of our, <clears throat> a lot of our employees uh, are volunteers for an organization called CASA, uh, Court Appointed Special Advocate. And that is a national volunteer organization for, for the kids in foster care. And, you know, the court systems and, and judges and uh, attorneys don't care that there's a work uh, day. They call court at 10 o'clock on Tuesday. And uh, we, wanted to, we wanted to make sure that that was always going to be a priority. Um, so uh, as you talked to Jordan last, last week, there's been meetings that have been scheduled. And he goes and does that because that's the number right. one priority. And I'll step in or we've, we just have a very... Um, supportive it's helped us to be very supportive and from a culture standpoint it's created an incredible company culture right yeah i i can imagine and and suddenly certainly one that uh others really i i think aspire to uh mimic or learn from for sure so uh it, today we're, we're in a in a world where i i think it's the fastest growing uh, set of stocks uh, right now are ESG related stocks, you know, these environment, sustainability and, and governance related uh, stocks. Um, and, and certainly I think this idea of social responsibility, social, social good uh, is, is part of the, the ways that progressive business leaders are thinking. Um, how, how do you find uh, businesses are thinking about this today? Are they pushing it far enough? How, I mean, how, how, 
what, what would you like other businesses to be thinking about in this space? Yeah, great, great question. Um, you know, I think, I think there is a growing movement, uh, which is exciting to see. Um, there, there's an organization, uh, B, B Labs is, is one of those that is, is trying right. to help identify uh, organizations globally that, that are, are, are thinking differently, that are not only just thinking, but acting differently. Um, which is which is exciting, but again, there's 3,500 or so of those um, in a, in, a, in our global business world. Um, you know, we did see the business roundtable uh, group uh, come out maybe a couple of years ago and very clearly state that as the uh, uh, you know the S and P 500 companies were going to start taking more and more responsibility to act differently. Um, the challenge that, that happens there is they're, they're still beholden to shareholders um, and shareholders require a return. And so sometimes there, there's a competing priority when it comes to, um, you know, reinvestment or thinking uh, how, how they might address social issues. That's a traditional model. But I would tell you that, that what happens and certainly what, what, we're, what we've seen as I mentioned, the culture in our business, right? One of the things that is a, a great business imperative is driving great cultures for great business outcomes. Um, it works. And, and so I don't think those two are mutually exclusive. I do believe that no. there are ways that we can invest in our organizations, invest in our folks and our employees, uh, invest in um, benefit packages that are, they're, you know, pretty aggressive and, and positive. <clears throat> and, and see the bottom line have a very positive result from that. And, and we've, you know, yeah, we've been and, and I think all, I think also just outside of the 30% of individuals that are certainly benefiting by stepping out of the foster system and into an opportunity like this, the others that are part of that goal, part of this kind of social change, that, 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 that desire to be part of a, a role that has purpose is, it's such a powerful, powerful, powerful element. I, I do think on the culture side, mm. um, it's, it's critical these days. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of taking, you know, and, and, and folks have, have corporate social responsibility programs and, and there's some, some titles and some efforts that um, I think that are in, in of themselves uh, very positive, but are they reaching far enough? And I would say that today, um, I think employees, and I think, you know, we, as we look around from what happened to us in last year, right, the, the pandemic that shut down globally, our opportunity to, to be in relationship, uh, to, to think differently, to have those connection points. Um, and as we look back, I mean, that, that now common trauma that we've all experienced, um, I think brings us, has the, has the opportunity to bring us closer um, and to do things that um, start to drive empathy, uh, regardless of the population, right? Un a, a shared understanding about, hey, let's, let's be shoulder to shoulder. Um, and I think that's a much better pathway um, yeah. as we move forward. So it, it's, like I said, I, I'm excited. I think that, like I said, the silver lining between the, for the pandemic um, really can be an opportunity to bring us closer together. Um, and think about how we restructure or how we move forward um, in both our work environments as well as our social impact um, arena. Yeah, I mean, it's a very powerful model. So, I mean, I've been asking this to everybody that has been on the Uncaged show and it, 
it, it, it may seem a little hokey, but I, it, it resonates with me because I, I'd say the last year has been so tough on so many people from a personal perspective as well as a business perspective. Yeah. And so I ask people really, what, 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 where are they finding joy in their lives these days? You know, what, what, what's giving you a sense of kind of happiness and um, with, yeah. with what you're working on and everything else? Yeah. Um, you know, you know, honestly, um, I, I, the joy that I, that we garner in watching, I'm watching kids, right? The young people that we're working with having an opportunity to live out hope. Um, and, and I give you an example. We, we, we have 14 interns that we're working with remotely. And there's a young man who uh, I'm, I had the pleasure to, to be partnered up with and I'm getting a chance to mentor him. And uh, 28 year old young man from the inner uh, inner city LA um, mm-hmm. from the hood as he, as he's referred to it and spent time in jail. Um, you know, he has turned his path around and is so blessed and thankful for, for where he is and, and having some, uh, some new vision, right. So a new lens to, to see life through. Um, and he's a lit major and I, I challenged him to write a poem, um, called bigger than life. You know, it was a, it was a phrase that he kept using and, you know, last Thursday uh, or last Tuesday, he he was able to be on the Zoom. We asked him to be on the Zoom call and and read it um, to the group. Right? It's those small little just treasured experiences that bring so much yeah. joy. And as I said to the group, I mean ha- that event has nothing to do with the business that we're in, and has everything to do with the business that we're in. Yeah, absolutely. And um, I mean. It does connect back to the 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 the, the social meaning of, of why you're you're approaching this, and uh, I think the the beauty of this is it's when when people have worked on kind of exercises to do good for society. The, traditionally, there's just been this un, unfortunate unfortunate um, split between what is good to grow a business and what is good to what is good to save society or improve yeah. society. <clears throat> and, 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 and the, the ability to marry those things together, it's a, it, it's that double win that um, I think uh, all of us need to be seeking, which is, which is really, really great. So, yeah. so in, as you guys go forward and, and you think about how the model is going to evolve uh, for the future, how, how, what are, what are your hopes to, uh, how is this going to, do you see this scaling? Is this something that yeah. you see, Kind of extending outside of uh, your present operations. Tell me more about the plans. Yeah, yeah. The uh, well, we were we were on a, uh, a fairly going to be on a fairly aggressive geography growth plan pre-pandemic. Um, so we're we're excited about what's happening and and uh, you know vaccines and and let's you know let's let's maintain some uh, some some opportunity to to really get our our, our country back to normal. Um, and yeah, we, we, we see the, the, the intern program, what we're doing in reaching relationships and some of the model uh, extends into, into local communities. Um, so we're looking forward to, as a matter of fact, Jordan's actually in Texas um, as we speak, uh, looking at there, there's a big need for, um, for improvement in the foster care system, really nationally, but, but Texas is, is a bit of a mess. Um, mm-hmm. We think about Seattle, Chicago is a big area for us. So um, not only from a business perspective, but but really 
having these kinds of dialogues with other business leaders about how to think about purpose or, or how it becomes transformational within their operation. Um, and they're, I don't think they're too far off. I mean, I really do think that, uh, the, like I said, explaining how to do it, it does require a little bit, uh, a little bit different thinking, um, right. but it's not impossible. It really, and, and again, as I said, I mean, the rewards, the rewards from a business standpoint have been there. The rewards uh, personally, um, you know, when it comes to just, like I said, the, the interactions with kids, uh, nothing better than, than seeing and helping change an outcome right? Whether we do that with our products and our services, or whether we do that with our time. And, and it doesn't take a bunch of special words. We're not super smart. Yeah. As you introduced me as the head dot connector. I'm only head dot connector because I'm not smart enough to come up with things on my own. Uh, so I have to bring smart people together. Um, but yeah, it, it really is. It's, and it's a lot of fun. And it is, you know, after a very successful, um, you know, corporate career, um, and the, you know, the traditional model has always been, Hey, let's be successful and donate to nonprofits or spend time, you know, giving back. Um, we have seen over the last 20, 30 years that those are important, but they don't really change the fundamental outcomes, right? If we really want to go do something where we're lifting everyone up, where, where we as are starting to think about everyone being equal, um, mm-hmm. we've got to do a different, we've got to do, we got to do a better job and, and we have to, we have to model it, uh, and we have to live it. I, I, I think that that is, is a, a good goal. And, and, and certainly, um, what you guys have done at doing good works is, is a start and scaling it across the country would be an, an incredible blessing. I can only see so much potential here. Uh, of what you could be doing uh, with this. Scott, it's been great having you on Uncaged today. Uh, Uncaged is a show that celebrates thought leadership from today's top business leaders. The program provides a voice to amazing executives from around the globe who are shaping the world of business today and mapping the path to the commerce of tomorrow. Today, we've been talking to Scott Henderson, who is the head dot connector and co-founder of Doing Good Works, which is a certified benefit corporation that is utilizing proven market models to create positive, scalable change for youth impacted by the foster care system. Thank you so much for being on the show today, Scott. My absolute pleasure. Thank you uh, for taking the time with me. Talk soon.